About to listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takari. Bishop Kwesi Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo. As I sing praises to your name. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to continue and um, possibly finish with the stages of loyalty and disloyalty. So the stages of disloyalty. Amen. Amen. And so what is the first stage of disloyalty? I'm preaching from loyalty and disloyalty by Bishop Doug. Amen. All right. So we have the independent stage. Everybody say the stage of offense is the second stage. The person is always offended, easily getting offended. Be careful of such a person. Then the third stage of disloyalty is the stage of passivity. The person now says that, I don't want to do anything anymore. The last time when I did this, they said this. When I do this, they say this. When I do this, they say this. When I come, they say go. When I go, they say come. When I stand, they say sit. When I sit, they say this. I don't know what to do again. So I'm just there. You, you see the whole thing. I'm just there. So when your husband asks you a question, should we take the children to Monkeys International School? You say, ah, anything you do. Should we take them to this place? Ah, anything you do. Ah, what you like. It's not what you like. We are also asking your mind. And ladies, you know, a, a woman who doesn't have a, a mind is not attractive to a man. You can't hold the attraction of a man by beauty. But you can hold the attraction of a man by intelligence. That is why Proverbs 31, woman, I stand to be corrected, but I don't think that beauty was one of her qualifications. To think about it, I've never really studied it in that sense, but I don't think that they say that she is beautiful. It's not there. But all her qualities are wisdom qualities. You see, all her qualities are wisdom quality. She's wise, she's prudent, she's kind, she's resourceful, she's industrious. Those are the things, you see. So, you will use the beauty to get the man, but it is your wisdom, your intelligence, your, those things that will keep the man. Wow, I feel like it's a marriage seminar. You should preach it. Yeah. So, you are like an empty shell. Because of beauty. As for beauty, it's just a matter of time you change. Yeah. And like they say, the beautiful ones are not yet born. So, if you want to remain the most beautiful lady to him, it's not possible. Yeah. But he would become, he would be committed to you. And that is what you should do. And the commitment depends on your wisdom. You see. If your husband gives you money, you don't waste the money. And even if there's no money, the way you manage the house, who even see that there's no money? Then the husband likes you. The husband, when he needs somebody to discuss things with, 
you are able to bring your brains for a discussion to happen. You see, so every woman gets Nyansa. Tell the nearest girl, every woman must get Nyansa. It will help you in your marriage. So, passivity, you see, so when your husband is asking you to contribute to the issue, and then because maybe you're offended, so you don't want to say anything again, you have become passive. To be passive means you are not reactive. You don't react, you don't contribute, you don't act. You are in the church, you don't lift your hand anymore, you don't dance anymore, you don't sing anymore, you don't smile anymore. You know, you are passive. So, when you are, you are with your people, you look at the passive ones. They are all suspects. If you go to your work, your company, your shop, look at the passive employers you have. When you are talking, they don't smile. They have a serious face. They don't contribute. They don't say anything. Hey! Everybody will say something. They, they don't say. They don't do anything. You do money devotion when you go to work. They don't contribute. They don't sing. They they. they then after, after the, you say amen, or a person just turns and goes. You are looking at the person you massacre. <laughs> Immediately. Don't allow the person to stay with you for one more month. If you're an employer. Yeah. And then, when you see passivity also in the church, the pastor is supposed to either encourage the person out of it, or you must notice that this person can easily leave the church. You must take fast steps to restore the person's fellowship and the person's joy and happiness in the church. You see? Yeah. So that is passivity. Third stage. Then fourth stage is critical stage. So when the person is independent, then becomes offended, then becomes passive, then the next thing the person does is to now begin to speak negatively about the system. The person is now giving negative commentary about the system. You see, he becomes a critical person, you know, in, in, in the system. And such a person should be watched. So a critical stage. A critic will say the cup is half empty. Somebody who's on your side will say the cup is half full. There is hope. A critical person will say share is half empty. Look at the look at the problem we are about to enter. It's, it's half empty. It's when the NTP guys are talking about the debt and they are talking about the electricity. You see how they talk about it. And then when the NDC guys are talking about it, they say, what are they talking about? There's no problem. I mean, you can look at the doomsaw and say there's no problem. You look at the doomsaw and say there's no, there's no, ah, there's light. Then they will say, look, when you go to some countries, they have light for only four hours. You get the whole thing. Uh-huh. So a critical person is somebody who will leave you very soon. Watch that person. You have a beloved who's always criticizing you. Always unwarring you. He's always criticizing you. Always criticizing you. Always, he said, Ah, what kind of foolishness is that? When you, when you make a contribution and they are talking, what kind of foolishness is that? One go to school, keep quiet. Ask the girl by you, Why are you marrying such a person? Ask the girl, Ask the nearest lady, Why are you marrying such a person? Who can tell you that your head is full of cocoa? 
Now so called no. Why? Even now he hasn't married you. He said your head is full of cocoa. When you marry, he will say your head is full of air. <laughs> There's nothing empty headed. Hey, in front of your maid servant, he will be insulting you he, because he is anybody who criticizes you. He's not for you. He's not for you. The person criticizes you. Move away from the person. Yeah, I will not have critics around me, and you also should not have critics around you. And somebody who criticizes you, especially if you have employed the person. And so, madam, when you finish the money devotion, madam, we will be bika. Yes, I'm saying maybe because we are high in your then she's always trying to stir up dissensions amongst the workers. Hey, Charlie, I'm not perfect too, but this is what we have. If you don't like it, the door, the road is your face. Go. But don't keep such a person. You can't keep such a person. You can't keep such a person. Let the person go. Alright, so that's the fourth stage. Now the fifth stage of disloyalty is the political stage. With the political stage, the person now forms political parties in the church. So in the church, there are groups. Don't join any group in the church that is not official. Do you know there are a lot of unofficial groups? There is the kebab group. There is the uh, canteen group. There is the around the gate group. There is the something something group. Then there are groups and groups and groups everywhere. It's a human nature. Hum- it's a work of the flesh. And that is why 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10. Bible says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, because you can speak different things. But if you are in, in a group, we must speak the same things. Are you with me? If we are in a group, we must speak the same things. If my children come to ask me, Daddy, can I take the Coke in the fridge? I will ask them, have you asked your mother? They will say yes. I said, what did she say? They said, she said no. I said, okay, so the answer is no. Because we have to speak the same thing. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, even if I disagree. But in the eyes of the children, we must not be seen to disagree. We must speak the same thing. Unity. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's very important. Not that your family, your mother has come to visit you, and then you are asking your mother, I said, hmm, come on, Eddie, you. Oh, mommy, just, hey, this is my wife. That's what you charge You see, so, you see that you are not one with your wife. You are rather one with your mother. Which is another form of foolishness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any husband who is closer to his mother, closer to his brother, closer to his sister, is a form of foolishness. That is my view. How can you be closer to your mother when you are married? Since she gave birth to you. It's, it's a, that's a foolish statement. You shouldn't say that. You have transferred yourself to your wife. Or you didn't know. What did you think you were doing when you were marrying? <laughs> what did you think you were doing when you were marrying? 
you were transferring, yeah, like car documents. When you sell the car, you do the change of ownership and you sign. Don't you sign? Yeah, that's all. I can't go back and say, look, this car, you have to wash it. I can't say anything about the car again. Change of ownership. So when your mother-in-law is coming, and you see, you should do it early. Someone worry. Why worry? I won't worry. Yeah. So where's your husband? Yeah, you should tell your, your mother-in-law now. Change of ownership has happened, oh, mommy. <laughs> Nicely. You see, when you don't say it early and you say it after five years, then it's like, about all these five years, you have been in it. So why are you now saying it? Uh-huh. So you have to say it from the beginning, from the start. You see? Hey, mommy, you are only one room. We can't accommodate. Your mother can't stay here for even a day. Yeah. Because we have one room. Where will she stay? Where, where, where will she sleep? <laughs> so, me ba, me ba, me ba, me me ba, 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 and you have given your bed to your mother-in-law and you and her husband, you are sleeping in the chairs in the living room. Do you know what that means prophetically? Do you know that the married bed is a spiritual thing? So by giving her the bed, you have transferred your marriage. Well, yeah. It's just like Esau. He was hungry. He said, give me the beans. Take my birthright. But what he didn't know was that from that point onwards, he became the second born. You see. How can your mother-in-law sleep in your marriage bed? Think about it. You don't need a prophet to tell you anything. Yeah. You see. So, I am on which page? Political. I don't know how we entered into this, but you see. <laughs> politics. When the people are offended in the church or in the house, they form parties. So there's this group and then there's that group. In the church, don't join any group. You can only join the choir. In the choir, don't join any group in the choir. You get? Because there will be groups. The group that like the leader, the group that like the keyboardist, the group that like Sister Julie, and the group that, that, that don't like anything. So there are four groups in the choir. Don't join any group. It's a group of disloyal people. And the, the, the people, the person who's disloyal, goes house to house. Yeah. He said, today, how did you find the service? Today, how did you see things? Oh, what do you mean by how did you see? Oh, I mean, how did you see things? I mean, and he'll be working with Sambalat. Then he will come in. So, oh. I mean, what are you trying to say now? So they are, trying, see, they are forcing the person, then they are not creating issues for the person to see. Do you get the whole thing? Yeah. So when such people come knocking at your door to visit you, so brother, you know something? I don't think you should come to my house again to have such a discussion. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in discussing anything about church out of church. If you wanted to meet, then let's go and see pastor. 
And when I see pastor, I'll tell him you came to my house to discuss this. So, ah, I will be behind alcohol. Just between us. There's nothing between us. There's nothing between us. Your shop girls cannot have things between them. So, yeah, we are in the place. This, my brother has started his lab. Then the lab assistant he has employed, and the lab girls, and the lab boys, they have their own group in the church. When he goes, then immediately, it's like they take samples and everything, but they have different receipts, and they do different things. And then they'll be telling the new guy who has come, that here, there, you can choose to just rely on your salary, but, you know, say, salary no so on. They are ways and means. Uh-huh. They are ways and means in the company. So when the manager comes, he is not seeing progress in his work. No knowing that he gets a lot of customers and then this political leader has shifted all the clients to his personal laboratory. You see? So that's politics. Don't play politics. In the house, the politics, the, the, the mother and the children usually the mother and the children against the daddy. Two different parts. He said one of the children would be opportunistic. He sees that if he's with daddy, he can get a car to drive and he can get things that he likes. So he would join daddy's group. You see? And not that he really likes daddy, but it's like it is good to be with daddy. And daddy too, when he sees that these three are with the mother, then he will intentionally, when he comes, he'll buy something for this one. <laughs> when the mother wants to say something to the daddy, he will say it to the children. Hey, in conversation, loud conversation. <laughs> There's a political party in the marriage, in the house. So, the fifth stage, when you say this person who has now going house to house, talking to people, convincing them, he's at the fifth stage of eight stages. A chess it's better to lose that person from the group. It's better to sack that person from the group. I had a pastor like that once. I told him that, brother, you can no longer be a pastor in the church. I think you have to leave. Yes, because he had become a politician. Going around house to house and talking to people and trying to convince them about invisible things. My time is very spent. So that is politics. When you see a politician in your office, in your shop, in your church, sack the person because they will destroy your company. Then the sixth stage of disloyalty is called the stage of deception. Now, all that I'm preaching from, and I have to end now, and I have to end here, is from the book Loyalty and Disloyalty. Amen? Get it, study it, and apply it to yourself, first of all, because, you see, sometimes you yourself is becoming disloyal. You understand? So when you read it, you say, mm, this thing I'm doing is not good. This thing I'm doing is not good. I must change. And then when you read, you know what to change, how to change, and so on. Bishop even has the statements of a disloyal person. Disloyal people have a way of talking. Disloyal people have a way of talking. So when the person talks, when he's talking, oh, you see that, mm, this person there's a problem between him and manager. You see, the questions he's asking and the things that he's saying and the comments that he's making. So get a copy of the book and um, you will be blessed. Put your hands together, stand to your feet.
You want to close your eyes and you want to say to the Lord, Father, help me to walk as a loyal person. Help me to be loyal to you, first of all. The first person you should be loyal to is God. You don't want to be disloyal to God. You don't want to be independent of God. You don't want to be offended by God. You don't want to be, become passive towards God. You don't pray again. You don't worship again. You don't sing again. You know, it's a stage of passivity between you and God. Maybe there's a disappointment you're experiencing. But you want to say, God, forgive me. I'm coming back to you. You want to pray and say, Lord, help me to be a loyal member of the church in the name of Jesus. May disloyalty leave me, leave my system in Jesus' name. Speak to God right now as we close this morning's service. In the name of Jesus. Father, bless us with unity and togetherness. In the name of Jesus and oneness. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for husbands and wives, Lord. Father, may their marriages be stable and strong. In the name of Jesus. May every spirit of separation be smashed in the name of Jesus. If you are married here, come to the front quickly. If you are married, come to the front. If you are married, just come and stand in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that every spirit of separation and every spirit of disunity, every confusion spirit between husband and wife, in the name of Jesus, I adjure that spirit right now. And I command that spirit's activity to cease right now in this life, in this marriage, in the name of Jesus. Father, may your glory be upon the wife. And may they be acceptable to their husbands. May they be attractive to their husbands. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray against every divergent attention. I pray against every, every hijacking spirit that is hijacking the heart and hijacking the attention of the husband in the name of Jesus. May the effort of that spirit come to zero in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for every husband. I pray for a blessing to fall upon them, O God. Father, may they be blessed financially. May they be blessed in the area of compassion for their wives, O God. I pray that the place that the offense has greatly disturbed them, O God, may they receive healing in the name of Jesus. Father, what was done to hurt them, O God, may they receive healing in their hearts, O God. May they be healed, O God, in the name of Jesus. I pray for wives. May they also be healed in their hearts, O God. And offensive words and statements that have been made against their lives by each other, from husband and from wife. Lord, may there be a healing in their hearts in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May there be healing for you in the name of Jesus. And may there be joy in your marriage. I said, may there be joy in your marriage. May there be happiness in your marriage. May there be unity in your marriage. In the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus. I thank you that every satanic attack on your marriage is broken in Jesus' name. Every attempt of the enemy to separate you will fail in the name of Jesus. And Lord, may your will be done in their life and in their marriage. Father, show your glory in their life. May people look at them and say that, wow, I want to get married. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you bless every couple, Lord. Father, I don't know what they need individually. Some may need children. 
Some may need peace of mind. Some may need a house to move in by themselves so that you deliver them from landlords. Father, whatever a couple needs, oh God, I pray a special prayer. Father, let that be a blessing for them, oh God, today. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for healing. Oh yes, our money will not be spent on medicine. Father, may we be healed. I pray for their children, oh God. Father, may their children be a blessing and not a burden, oh God. In the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord. May they be servants of you, oh God. May they do well in the house of God. May they contribute to the work of God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. For copies of this message, visit our Vision Bookshop at our church premise near Wampo One. How Would you sing it with me? I worship you, great I am.